welcome to Little Seeds of Faith, a podcast where children help read a treasured Bible story, and we get a chance to explore and talk about the lessons we learn. Hi, my name is Joni, and I love reading. My most treasured book to read is the Bible. The Bible has great adventures, love stories, stories of hope and truth, and most importantly, stories of faith. Welcome to Little Seeds of Faith. I'm here with Ezekiel today. Um, hi, Ezekiel. Hi. Hi. Can you tell me how old you are and where you are from? I'm from Melbourne, which is in Australia, and I'm five years old. And what are three things that you like to do? I like space and walk. I like doing puzzles. I like plants in my veggie garden. So you like space and rockets. Uh, Do you ever build your own rockets? Um, yes. Yeah. Like, do you, what kind of rockets would you make? Do you draw them or do you build Lego rockets or paper rockets? Uh, yes. I do have a Lego rocket and... And we also make a Duplo rocket sometimes. Oh, I like Duplo. Duplo is fun. Uh, do you read books or watch shows about space and rockets? Uh, I do read books, yes. You do read books about rockets. That's great. And let's see what else. You said that you like puzzles. So what kind of puzzles do you like? There's so many different ones out there. Like, like puzzles with a lot of, like, with a lot of pieces. Like, what is the most amount of pieces of a puzzle if you put together? Like 100, 500 pieces? 300. 300 pieces. That's a lot. That's hard. And do you do them by yourself, or do you have um, anybody in your family that helps you? I, mom helps me with that one, but I've got a 200-piece puzzle that I can do all by myself. That's great. And do you do the outsides first and then the insides, or do you don't care and just... Well, I just do the inside while I'm doing the outside, really. Okay, you kind of just, when you see pieces that go together, you just put them together. Yeah. Okay, that's great. And then the third thing that you said you like is you like the vegetables from your garden. So you have a big garden? Yes. Yes. And and you, what do you plant in your garden? Um... Onions. We Onions. had rashes and snow peas, but we've but we've already eaten them all. <laughs> so and carrots, we've nearly eaten the emerald too. Okay. And so, we've got baby spinach and sage and basil that we've already eaten too. And <laughs> and thyme and parsley. And rosemary, and I think that's all. That sounds like a great garden. So, Ezekiel, we're here today to read a Bible story together. What Bible story are we going to read together? Jeremiah 38. Jeremiah 38, yeah. That's a really good Bible story. So before we begin, um, we could just read the story and then walk away. But I think it's important because I don't, I haven't read anything about Jeremiah yet on the podcast. I thought we, we could talk about Jeremiah. So the first question I have for you is, who is Jeremiah? 
He is a prophet of Israel. Great. So what is a prophet? It's a person who preaches the stuff God wants Israel to know. So it's a person, so a prophet is someone who is speaking God's word to people, uh, the people that are doing wrong, um, or even if they're doing good, telling them what's going to happen to them, right? So Jeremiah, do you know where he lives? In Israel. In Israel, yeah. He, so he's a prophet in Israel. Um, and uh, there's a king at this time. Do you know the king's name that we're going to be reading about? Zedekiah. Zedekiah. So an uh, interesting fact about Jeremiah is that when he was a prophet and he was alive, I think there was a five different kings that he was alive and a prophet to. Um, and Zedekiah is the last king that he um, he has interactions with. All right. Um, and we're going to get to a little bit. So there were some things going on in Israel that weren't very good. Do you know what was going on in Israel? How were the people? What was happening? Well, they were worshipping idols and doing not what God wanted them to do. Yeah, they were being bad, weren't they? Yeah, yes. they were breaking the covenant that they had with God. And so they were disobeying and doing the wrong thing, worshipping idols. Um, and they weren't, they weren't being good. And so Jeremiah is going to, we're going to read some of the words that he speaks to the people, um, and he's trying to give the people good advice, and the people are not listening, especially the king. Does the king listen to him? No. No, not at all. So Israel is a kingdom. They're not doing well, and Jeremiah is prophesying that another land of people, group of people, are going to come down. Do you know the name of the land of people that are going to come and take over Israel? Babylon. Yeah, Babylon. The Babylonians are going to come, and they're a big nation, and they are going to come and take over Israel. All right. Should we begin reading? Yes. Are you ready? Okay, great. So we're going to be reading Jeremiah chapter 38, verses 1 through 13. Um, and this is a story uh, about what happens to Jeremiah as he has been preaching and prophesying God's word. Okay. And Ezekiel, I'd like to thank you for giving me some hard words here to read, some names. i got to see if I can get these names right. <laughs> so here we go. Now, Shephatiah, son of Matin, Gedaliah, son of Pashur, Jukal, son of Shelemiah, and Pashur, son of Melechiah, heard the words Jeremiah was speaking to all the people. This is what the Lord says. With us. Days in this city will die by the sword, famine, and plague, but ever so wonders who the Chaldeans will live, who and in his life like the spoils of, spoils of war and will live. This is what the Lord says, the city, this city will most certainly be handed over to the of Babylon's army, and he will capture it. The officials then said to the king, This man ought to die, because he is weakening the morale of the warriors who remain in this city, and all the people by speaking to them this way. This man is not pursuing the welfare of this people, but their harm. King Zedekiah said to them, 
Well, here he is. He's in your hands, since the king can't do anything against you. So they took Jeremiah and dropped him into a cistern of Melchiah, the king's son, which was in the guard's courtyard, lowering Jeremiah with ropes. There was no water in the cistern, only mud, and Jeremiah sank in the mud. But Ebed-Melech, a Cushite, court official in the king's palace, heard Jeremiah had been put into the cistern. While the king was sitting at the Benjamin gate, Ebed-Melech went from the king's palace and spoke to the king. My lord the king, these in of in evil and all they have done under the prophet Jeremiah, they have dropped him in the cistern where he will die from hunger because there is no more bread in the city. So the king commanded Ebed-Melech the Cushite, Take from here thirty men under your authority and pull the prophet Jeremiah up from the cistern before he dies. So Ebed-Melech took the men under his authority and went to the king's palace to a place below the storehouse. From there he took old rags and worn-out clothes and lowered them by ropes to Jeremiah in the cistern. Ebed-Melech the Cushite called down to Jeremiah, Place these old rags and clothes between your armpits and the ropes. Jeremiah did this. They pulled him up with the ropes and lifted him out of the cistern, but he remained in the, in the guard's courtyard. All right, that's what we're reading. Thank you, Ezekiel, for reading that with me. I loved hearing your voice. It was really good. So, some questions. Usually I stop and ask questions while we're reading, but today, since it's a shorter reading, I thought we could read the whole thing and we can go back and talk about it. So we have here Jeremiah, and he is telling the people, can you put in your own words what he was telling the people to do? It was telling them to follow God's way, not Zedekiah's way. Yeah, which was to actually leave the city, right? It says, th leave the city, because this city will be certainly handed over to the king of Babylon's army, uh, right? And so he says, get out of here. But the king was saying, no, I think we need to stay here. Our army's strong enough. Uh, I think we got enough food here to uh, withstand Babylon. We're going to win, all right? And that, that's not what Jeremiah was saying. Right? Yes. Okay. Great. So then we have these officials, they're the kings. And do they like what Jeremiah is saying? No. Not at all. Right? They're kind of, what do they say that Jeremiah is doing? He you think you can is put that? weakening the morale of warriors who remain in this city. Yeah, do you know what that is? What the morale is? No. Yeah, that's a different word. Morale is their spirits, their hope. So when you are fighting a battle, you want your people that are fighting, the soldiers, to think that they are going to win. Okay? But Jeremiah is telling everybody, leave because you're not going to win. And so these officials are worried that the soldiers are going to run away. And if they run away, well, they definitely won't win. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, that's what Jeremiah was telling them to flee. The, and these officials were like, no, no, no. We want everyone to stay here and fight and think that we're going to win. And so they think they need to stop Jeremiah from talking. 
And so what do they do? They decide, they come up with a plan. Yes. Yeah. What's their plan? They decide to let him die. Yeah. How? Like, are they just going to go kill him? Say, oh, you know what? We don't like the, what you're saying. Let's go kill him. They're, they drop him in a pit with no food or water in the system but mud. Yes. Right. They say, let's throw him into this big cistern or a pit. So something that used to have um, like water in it, but it's got nothing in it except for now this mud at the bottom and throw him in there. Who does that remind you of? Who else was thrown in a pit? Joseph. Yeah, he was thrown in a pit. But I don't think his pit had mud in it like uh, Jeremiah's pit had mud. So he was sinking in the put in the in the pit. Have you ever walked through mud or played with mud? I uh, yes, I played with mud last year. Last year. Uh do you have you like what does it feel like when you're playing with mud or you're like walking through mud? It feels like it feels like you've got something oozy all over yourself. Yeah, it's like it feels oozy over yourself. Um, I have definitely walked through mud before, and like my boots get stuck in the mud, and so my my foot gets comes out of my boot, and my boot's still in the mud. So it's like very sticky, very oozy. It's hard to get out of this mud, and so Jeremiah is sinking to this mud. And more than likely, he's going to die. Except for there was one man. His name was Eb- Ebed Malik, right? Who is a Cushite or an Ethi- he's, um, he's from Ethiopia. And he hears about what's happening to Jeremiah. Does he like it? No. No. So what does he do? He goes and says to the king, My lord, the king, these men have been evil and all they have done to the prophet Jeremiah. Yeah, these guys are doing evil. They're not right. Jeremiah, like, what has he done? He's just spoken these words, right? And so the king, who originally said, yeah, yeah, guys, you can go stick, do whatever you want with Jeremiah. Uh, Now he says, you know what? He shouldn't die this way. Go and take 30 men with you and get Jeremiah out of this pit. So what, how does he save Jeremiah out of this pit? He lowers down ropes and he says to Jeremiah, Place these old wags and close between your arms and the ropes. Yeah, and then they, so he probably puts the rags underneath his arms and he has to hold on to these ropes and they finally pull him out of the mud. I kind of picture like a big suction noise as he's coming pulled out. And probably yeah. 30 men, that's probably how stuck he was. That's a lot of men power to, that needs to pull him out of the, the muck, the mud, yuckiness. Um, and so, Ebed Malik, do you know what happens to him? Um, you, you might not know. That's something I had to look up before. Um, I have the verses down. Hold on. Uh, in, Zeke, in Jeremiah chapter 39, so the following chapter, God tells Jeremiah, because Ebed Malik Be- did... Yes. Yeah, go for it. He told... He told... He's if going to say to Eben, you will not die because you have put my, my, your trust in me. 
That's right. You knew that, didn't you? Yeah, he said, because Ebed-Melech did the right thing, he will not die but the sword when the Babylonians come in and take over the city. Um, so that is how Jeremiah is saved, because this man and this ma- and because of Ebed-Melech and Ebed-Melech, because he did what was right, uh, he's not going to die by the sword. Unfortunately, though, Jeremiah wasn't free once he was out of the the pit. He was still um, in prison or afterwards. He was still um, stuck in the king's court. Do you know what happens to Jerusalem at the, after this? The Babylonians come and take over. Yeah, they do, don't they? Um, is it quick? Do you know if they come in one day and um, take over the city? Yeah. Or is it a long process? It's rather long because they come at the ninth month, ninth year of Zedekiah. Mm-hmm. And in the 11th year, the people are really, really hungry. Yeah, so it's a really long time. From the ninth year of his reign to the eleventh year of his reign, um, that's like three years, right? Of yeah. they were under attack. That's a long time to be under attack. And people were hungry because they were like in a walled city, so they couldn't grow gardens like you were growing a garden anymore. They ran out of water. Um, and the morale of the people definitely was down and low at that point. So and then they do get taken to Babylon. Babylon. Yes. Um, do you know what happens to King Zedekiah? He gets taken to Babylon too. Does he? Yeah. He does. He's taken a prisoner there. Um, that's great. Well, thank you for helping me retell the story in your own words. You definitely have done a lot of reading and learning about Jeremiah. Um, are you learning that in Sunday school or at home? Like, how have you been learning about Jeremiah? Well, we've been reading it a lot. And somehow I just get, well, taken up with these chapters and likes them, really. Yeah, you know, it's a pretty exciting story, right? There's war, there's captives, there's people getting hurt and thrown into pits. I mean, it's pretty exciting to read about and to learn about. Can you tell me what part of this story do you get excited about? Verse 6, so they took Jeremiah and dropped him in the system of Malachi, the king's home, which was in the uh, courtyard, low in, low in Jeremiah with the ropes. There was no water in this, it's only water, and Jeremiah sank into the mud. Yeah, when he gets lowered in. Can you tell me maybe why this, why this account of Jeremiah is so important for us to read and to learn? Because. Well, he had faith in God that he wouldn't die. Yeah. It's a good example to us, right? To have faith um, that he, God's going to take care of us. That's really good. Thank you. Comes. The kingdom's come. Yeah. Great. Is there a time in your life where you've had to have faith? Starting kindergarten for the first time with people I didn't know. Yeah. Was that this year? No. It was... Well, it was... Last year and this year, really. So that is pretty scary, starting a new school or going to school for the first time and meeting new people. And how did it go for you? Was it a good experience? Like, you you seem to be excited to go back, so it must have been a good experience. Yes. And you made good friends there. So, Ezekiel, do you have um, two questions about the story we just read that you'd like to ask? Yes. 
What would Jeremiah put in? What would the names of the officials of, of, of Israel? Yeah. So that was the, that's a tricky question because I had a hard time saying those names. And maybe it's a good challenge for everybody else to go back and read those names and say them because they're definitely challenging names to say. Yes. Yes. All right. Thank you so much. And every time we close off a podcast, I like to ask people whether they'd like to share words of wisdom, a joke, or a fun fact. And what are you going to share with me today? A joke. Okay, great. I can't wait to hear it. Where do six, six wasps go? To the hospital. <laughs> to the hospital. That's a great joke. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ezekiel, for reading with me today. Uh, you really, uh, when you picked Jeremiah 38 to read, uh, it made me want to read about Jeremiah more. And I got to read and get excited about him again and reminded about what his life was like. And thank you for making me read about Jeremiah again. It's a really good, a good Bible book to read. Um, and we can see his faith and his hope throughout his whole story. So thank you yes. so much. I hope this podcast planted a little seed of faith in you today. If you would like to read with me, go to wcfoundation.org. Click on the little seeds of faith icon, scroll down, and there you'll find a spot that says apply here. Did you know that some of our outreach programs help those in financial, medical, and emotional crisis? Bad things happen in the lives of many. We believe in helping those who have stumbled. This includes assisting in the cost of emergency medical procedures, help to those who have lost employment, or those facing a sudden challenge due to emotional difficulties. If you would like to donate, please visit wcfoundation.org and look for the link, Invest in 